This episode of The Movie Men is brought to you by media sales consultant Tim DeArmond. Your source for daily traditional and digital marketing insights and advice. For more information, check out the link posted in the show notes below. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. We've so, how, how does this work? You talk first, I talk first? How does this go? <laughs> I'm having a really hard time understanding you with this, the apparatus you're wearing. <laughs> uh, hello, and, and welcome to something incredibly monumental, something huge, something world-changing. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I, and Star Wars. Oh, and oh, yeah, that's Sunday. Right. Yeah, Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Every day. Yeah, it is Tuesday. Yeah, it's weird. We're uploading on a Tuesday today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also the last podcast that you'll be listening to this decade. My goodness! Wow, it that's, was a fun uh, decade. Yeah, for the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah, we had been through yeah. a lot. The podcast only took up like six months. Yeah. Five percent of the decade. Yeah, not but, a lot. But uh, we got that good. going for us. It was good. Yeah. Holy Pete, people! Not only is it the end of the decade for the Movie Men podcast, but mm. it is also the end of our Star Wars miniseries, which I can't believe. Like, yeah, yeah. Which coincidentally yeah. also means that we're reviewing the, the Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. Whoa. It's. Let's so before we before we say anything else, sure. Oh, let's just say mm-hmm. that there aren't enough imperial credits in the galaxy mm-hmm. to. I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, where are you going? Spoilers. With this? We're going to talk yeah. a lot about spoilers. Like I was on the train with yeah, you. Yeah. Then I you took the be, train to somewhere. I, I wanted to be clever know. with it, and it yeah. wasn't headed that direction. Yeah, spoilers. We are like we like. Yeah, the gloves are off. More spoilers than a mid-2000s Fast and Furious movie. This this film is going to be more spoiled than three-year-old milk. <laughs> oh. Yummy. 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 Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen... And you know what? Normally, normally I would say, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen the film... Sure. And you care about spoilers... Sure. Click away. Yeah. Come back. Seems logical. Come back. Yeah. If you haven't seen the film and you're not worried about spoilers, welcome. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that this time. What are you going to say? I mean, I did just say you, it, you actually... but I'm going to contradict that. Okay. I'm going to say, if you have not seen this film, mm-hmm. don't listen to this podcast For yet. Sure. Yeah. If you if you haven't seen the film and you don't care about spoilers, mm-hmm. this episode's not for you. Right. It's this is this is not going to be an episode. We are going to get so Star Warsy up in this. We're not going to go on tangents schism. about Gone with the Wind or anything like this. No. Is yeah. This is Star Wars. Pure. Um. So yeah, like you know, click away, mofo, because it's like this is just not. And the rest of you, buckle up. Yeah. Strap in. Strap in. Let's just do this. Punch it, Chewie. Let's just. Let's just. Okay. 
the only the the only the only beginning I want to say. Sure. I went into this film. Sure. With impossibly high expectations. Sure. I, and you're not alone. Like I'm sure a lot of like a lot of people did. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I went into this film basically impossible to please. Wow. And then I watched the movie. Okay. And I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy. There's this film had such an astronomical job. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't execute it flawlessly. And we'll talk about the flaws. Sure. And maybe Pete's flaw. So Pete and I, aside from, yeah, what'd you think? Yeah. Aside from that, yeah. we don't. I don't know what Pete's issues with the film are. I don't know what mm. his favorite moments are. Yeah. He doesn't know mine. Yeah. Um. So we like our flaws could be different flaws. Very much so. Uh. So it's not a flawless movie. No. But. Yep. Considering this is the film. Mm-hmm. That is wrapping up a series. Yeah. <laughs> that I have been a die-hard fan of. Yes. For most of my life, right. I would say, uh, quick math, 85, 85 to 90% of my life, yeah. I have liked Star Wars. Like, this isn't just the last couple of years no. you've jumped on. Like, this is, yeah. Close to three decades. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Considering all that. Like, this movie, yeah. I'm very satisfied with how this ended. Which says a lot Which for you. Which is huge. Because... Yeah. I was so scared about not like, like, right. Sitting in the theater waiting for the opening crawl mm-hmm. was stressful. I, it, it was the I, same. It felt I like I there, was, but I get what you're but saying. But it, it felt like handing in a massive, it, it felt like, right. I hope, I, I hope this, enough. I hope I studied enough. Right. Well, not, but not even that. Just like, I hope, I hope this is done properly. I hope yeah. this is the right yeah. thing. I hope I don't, I hope this isn't a fail. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm basically in the same boat. Um, I think I've come to know a little bit. I've learned a lot in these last nine weeks or more than that, that we reviewed all these movies. Right. And essentially, I feel like people need to get off the bandwagon or soapbox of the original trilogy is the only trilogy. The prequels are crap. The new ones are crap. I love Star Wars, yeah. but I don't like the prequels. Just and like I don't like the Blu-ray special <laughs> editions, and I especially don't like the sequel trilogy. And it's like, well, yeah. no, no, no. Then you don't like Star Wars. Yeah. Like, I, th- I, I'm okay if you have a preference over movies over the other, or that the tr- original trilogy you prefer more than the others. That's that's not what I'm saying. I think. Every single movie has flaws yeah. in this oh, series, yeah. and except the Last Airbender. No, sorry, I'm talking that about film all is Star Wars. Amazing, just Star Wars. I know. Okay. I was. A, have you seen the Last Airbender? No. Okay, so then that joke was lost on you, but it's like universally hated. <laughs> oh, it's the M Night awful... Shyamalan yeah. movie. I paid money yeah, to see the it in Avatar. Theaters. I saw it in oh. the drive-in, and help you. it was like the third or fourth film of oh. one of the all night like four Did you movie leave? features no but i definitely slept through most of it good yeah it was but, not good but my point is all these movies have flaws so did this one but 
this one like it holds a candle to all the others like there was nothing horribly wrong with it i walked out and i enjoyed it and i'm I'm interested in your thought on this i had a conversation with one of the people i saw it with and it was the type of thing we would talk about it for days later like this is a family member so he'd come out of like the kitchen he was doing something and he'd be like you know when i was chopping carrots I was thinking a little bit more about this and I think this is what happened in that scene. I'd be like, interesting, maybe. And by the end of like two or three days after we saw it, he literally said, I think this might be my favorite of all the nine Star Wars movies. And I was literally thinking, I have no reason to say that you're wrong. Like, I might not agree. I might agree. I don't even know myself. But this movie was so well done that I'm not offended or thinking he's crazy for saying that i have question i have been questioning is this my favorite star wars film yeah um which is which is huge because (laughs) when i came out of the last jedi i was questioning oh is this my least favorite star wars film yes so this this was so monumentally different Mm -hmm. um i and and also, I, I also don't have an answer. I don't yeah. know if this is my favorite Star Wars film. Yeah. Um, it might be recency bias, but I'm definitely saying it's in my, like, top three. This is top three. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, it's uh, for me, it's between, and I want to talk about this in a bit. Sure. But for me, fundamentally, I think it comes down to mm-hmm. um, Return of the Jedi. Okay. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And The Rise of Skywalker. Interestingly, the third film in all three trilogies. Yeah. I would agree with what you just said. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe I'd nip or tuck, like, switch one of those out, but... And the the reason why I'm not ready to say for sure that it's my favorite Mm -hmm. is because, like, I will say of all the Star Wars, if I could sit down and watch any Star Wars film right now, Mm -hmm. it would be The Rise of Skywalker. For sure. Um, But I I don't know how much of that I can attribute to, Mm -hmm. I just want to see it again. For sure. Right? It's so fresh and exciting and I I missed stuff and I want to, you know, um, I have plans to see it in like a week. Cool. Um, So when that happens, Mm -hmm. hopefully I'll have a better idea of, okay, now this that is... I've now that I've watched it twice, mm. where does it right. where does it rank? Right. But Yeah. Um I think I think JJ Abrams hit a home run out of the park. And I'm not even gonna say because it's the best Star Wars. I'm just saying for the I'm gonna mirror the exact same thing you said. He managed expectations so well that or he managed the a movie, creating a movie that didn't disappoint people. What crazy psychopath says I will be. I'll be the one responsible for wrapping up Star Wars. The, honestly, like that guy. Yeah, honestly, I like don't know. even it, like I. Yeah. The same crazy psychopath that said I'll reboot it after ten years or yeah, something. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, where, how do? You, how should we tackle this? Like, should we just talk um, more generally or well, get let's, into it? Let's or? talk about a couple of attributes. Sure. Number one, this film, um, and the, this is like, these aren't necessarily positive or negative. These are just things about the film. Sure. This film moves at a breakneck speed. It's so fast-paced. Oh, yes. Which, we, we don't dwell on anything. No. We There's no, well, okay, now let's unpack this. Yep. Let's talk about it a little more. No, it's no. like, 
don't 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 particularly like this scene. That's fine. Mm-hmm. In three minutes, we're on to something completely different. Mm-hmm. We're headed and, to a new planet. And it's from the beginning. Like yep. I'm using this as a metaphor, but there's no droids wandering in the desert beginning and then we ramp up. Like it's literally Kylo Ren in battle. Kylo Ren answering a lot of the questions we had about like we there's that teaser trailer with the Emperor. Like right away yep. that happens. Like all these things, it's like opening role is done. Boom, boom, boom. Which made me so happy because um so this is this is something we haven't ever discussed in, sure. the, in the nine Star Wars episodes we've done. <laughs> um, Palpatine is my favorite character. Yeah, there's I some merit the to that point, specifically like, as the Emperor, specifically when he's like, right. yeah, Chief Palpatine himself is cool. Sure, but it, Darth Sidious, mm-hmm. just you know, yeah. It's very individual. Take your weapon, strike me down. Like that, he's just, he's, you know. And, and so I love, I love that, that J.J. Abrams brought him back. Right. Not only because I wanted to see more of him. Sure. But because what this film does mm-hmm. is makes Darth Sidious the bad guy of Star Wars. It adds a continuity. Not, not to the, the villain for the original trilogy no, and the prequels. No, but the villain behind everything, all of it. Like it adds a continuity that connects. You like you're saying literally one through nine. Even like it's though, not individual stories, it's one. Story. Yes. So even though we don't see him in A New Hope, right? We don't see him in Force Awakens, right? And we don't see him in the Last Jedi. Yep. Well, there is never a moment. In any of the nine Star Wars films where he isn't the absolute power, where he's not the head bad guy, the guy who's behind all of it. Yeah. The whole time. And the thing is, him. The only thing that I'd say you're maybe wrong about is in Last Jedi, like he literally had his puppet smoke, Snoke. Right, because he well, yeah, and and we see Snoke through a hologram in Force Awakens as well, sure. but we don't we don't see, we see Palpatine in the flesh, right. but we see his yeah extended hands so for to speak. sure, yeah. yeah, and and so that that's mind blowing to me. I think that that's so cool. But as my favorite character, yeah. I was terrified right. that we were going to see him for like fifteen minutes at the end of the film, right? Right, that they were going to Luke Skywalker us oh. and show us him right at the end. We're going to, well, where's the Emperor? Where's the Emperor? He's in the first five minutes of this film. That's true. That was not only from a pace point of view, just from a story enjoyment point of view. Yes, yeah, that was the right move. And and so, like he looked so cool. With these pearly white glazed over eyes and this hooked up to like a life support kind of like on a mechanical arm that's moving him around. He's not touching the ground. He's got like black lips. Like he's just. And with the the lighting like on and off, you see enough, but not everything. And yeah, yeah, that was really cool. One thing that bothered me about his appearance. Oh. uh, And it used to bother me in the prequels. Sure. But then I was able to explain it away. Okay. It's not explainable away in this one, I don't think. Okay. I'm curious. When we see... So if, if you look at a picture of Palpatine from Return of the Jedi. Okay. And then you compare it to Palpatine from Revenge of the Sith. Sure. Revenge of the Sith Palpatine 
is a little chunkier. <laughs> He's not as thin and frail of a person. Yeah. And that used to bother me. I'm like, ah, but he doesn't he doesn't look exactly the same. But then I was like, you know what? This is a 30 years younger emperor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I buy it. Yep. He's 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 a younger, healthier, plumper guy. Sure. Yep. He's also kind of chunkier <laughs> in the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, really? He's got just his face is fuller. I don't think I picked up on yeah. that, but that's interesting. Because and and I picked up on it, I think, because I was looking to see. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's unfortunate because, you know, and 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 I don't know how much it matters. Like I'm thinking, I I mean, we're in a world where, you know, Hugh Jackman did the Wolverine diet, like where where people go through extreme transformations for film mm-hmm. roles. Yep. And I. You know, it's it's something that stood out to me, but it didn't. Like, I got over it real quick. Oh, for sure. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, I was just so, just so happy to see him, and any scene because then there's a big chunk. Right. There's a huge. There's like an, a little over an hour where we don't see him mm-hmm. from that initial thing. It's a while before we get back to seeing him again. Right. Yeah. And I was like, come on, like show me the emperor. <laughs> I want to, you know. Um, cause we like, we're, you know, we're learning things about him. Mm-hmm. He is inside of him. So, yeah. so this film's got questions that it, uh, that it makes us ask that it doesn't answer. For sure. How and why is the life force from all previous Sith inside of him? Yeah. And, and all of those black hooded figures... Yeah. Are those supposed to be all the previous Sith? I don't know. I don't think so. I, that wasn't how I interpreted it. But then my thought is... Who else? Are who are they then? Just followers, I guess? I don't know. Followers? Um, yeah. I don't know. It, you know, it, it was it... Were those to Palpatine what demons are to the devil? I guess. Right? Like... That's. I think that's kind of. I wasn't. I wasn't asking that question while I was in the theater. No, no. But that was the vibe that I. You know. There's, yeah. With the whole Sidious thing, I think I was coming into it a little skeptical, like watching the trailer, because obviously I was excited. I'm not going to say I wasn't. No. It's the emperor. It's the emperor. I think maybe in these three, um, and maybe once Snoke died. Or maybe even I, I had there was a time where I was hoping Snoke was Plagueis and Plagueis would I be introduced. I wanted that. I really wanted that. Yeah, like I wanted him to be introduced as the villain, and that's kind of the way we explored it. And then when Snoke was killed off, then I I had a bit of a vibe of patchwork going on, where J.J. Abrams probably was thinking, I can't introduce a new villain in just one movie, like to have the proper character development. I got to go with the emperor because everyone knows him. And at, at first I was a little turned off because I'm like, what a cheap tactic. You're just trying to feed off the original movies. But it works so well. I've totally come full circle. Like it, you, you'd said it before, like it just ties all the movies together seamlessly. And instead of just having all these individual snippets, like it's a connecting story. Yeah. Where there was one evil power. And, and I think... Which we wouldn't have had if Snoke had remained alive and was individual, like wasn't Palpatine's puppet, or if we had done Plagueis. I wonder, to an extent, if now going back 
and watching Force Awakens and The Last Jedi mm. with the knowledge right. of what's happening, of who Snoke is, mm-hmm. who Rey is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't want to be that guy, but I freaking <laughs> told you so. I told every I tell Ed, every, no, she's nobody. No. No, no. She's no, no. somebody. She's somebody. Yeah. Not the somebody I ever thought she would be. No. Caught me stupid off guard. Yeah. We all were Which thinking, was amazing. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, it's just going to be, you know, yeah. it's going to, what was it? There was a film that did that where, hmm. um, no, it was a video game series. Oh, okay. It was a video game series where um, it was the, the the like third in the series and they're like, oh, we've got this. It was a Batman game. Oh, cool. And they're like, oh, we're introducing this new character and it was super mysterious. Everyone's like, who is him? Who is him? Who is he? Who is he? Who is him? And then um, people started, like, people were forming theories. Sure. Right off the bat, people formed the right theory. Mm. And the company denied it like mad. They're like, no, 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 that's not who it is. <laughs> uh, and then we played the game, and it turns out that's exactly that's who it is. But it was like, ah, mm. oh, shit, they figured it. Like, right? Right. I, and I'm sure there are thousands of people <laughs> whose theory was that she's Palpatine's granddaughter. Yeah, not mine. No, but not mine. Yeah. So that for me, that reveal worked yeah. perfect. It was. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um coming off of Ray and going back to Palpatine. Sure. Which I mean, I guess is Ray. Spoilers. Well, yeah. Um, can I ask a side question? Yeah. Not important, but did Sidious create life using the force or did he have kids the old-fashioned way who knows right and and so that like i mean that was one of the big we never that we never have a notion prior to this film that maybe he has a kid right and and so that right right so that's i mean before he died and yeah well i was definitely before he died well not mm. yeah from it from a timeline standpoint totally is Okay, so because he died from from the time yep, yep. of the film until now, he died like thirty. I don't know, thirty, thirty-five years ago. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. Ray's yeah, like early twenties. Yep, yep, that's true. So yeah, yeah, the math doesn't add up. No. Um, so uh, my so the only explanation mm-hmm. is that he has a child mm-hmm. sometime between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, that actually makes way more sense. Whether and then whether. However, the child was born. I guess no one knows. Right. Yeah. Um, Palpatine. Yes. Couple other things that were really cool. Mm-hmm. There are some issues with Palpatine's betrayal. Okay. But um, I loved that we saw him fully rejuvenated. Hmm. That we did get the yellow eye emperor just just from like a him and all of his of glory character, like that's why you enjoyed just it? like yeah well yeah just that it was like right. there he is right right because it was like um it it up until that point yes it was the emperor but it kind of felt like a like mm-hmm. an empty shadow of him an echo of the emperor mm-hmm. even though it right. was him yep it was a broken frail shell of what yeah. he was yeah. um and so once it was him in all his glory yeah 
um, did you arguably, well, def- <laughs> not arguably, yeah, undeniably stronger than we've ever seen him. Yeah. Because that moment when he, like the moment when he uses his force lightning into yep. the sky, mm-hmm. and it's, oh yeah, and it's thirty times more powerful than anything we've ever seen. Yeah, that was an oh my gosh moment. It in was the oh boy. That was oh mm-hmm. so we're screwed. Yeah. How do we? How do you combat like, that? What? Um, you don't. the The last positive thing I'll say about Palpatine mm-hmm. is. And this was unexpected. This was unexpected from a Disney standpoint. Okay. This was unexpected because with the exception of maybe Anakin burning, <laughs> we've never really seen a Star Wars thing like this. Okay. But, Where are you going with but this? Palpatine's death was so cool. Him like the lightning mm. coming back on him and his skin and yeah. flesh and I, like yeah, disintegrating yeah, yeah. off of him yeah. was so cool. It was bold. I did you not like it? No, no, I'm, I'm. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you. Okay. Um, but I, I don't think I was offended by it. I was just. I think I was really caught off guard by right. it. I was like, oh, wow. It's not just like, like a kaboom. And yeah, he it wasn't like oh, and then he collapsed, and now he's <laughs> lying there on the ground. Well, but maybe he's not dead. No, no, no. But okay. Two things. Okay. One, I like. I'm not combating that. That was a cool scene because. But do we really know that he'll never come back? No, because uh, this movie does confirm. Like everyone was like, "Wow!" Like he survived, and this movie confirms, "No, he no, didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he came back, back from the dead. Yeah, right." He says, "I've, I've uh, some sort some of line point. where he's like, I, I have died once before, <laughs> some sort of, you know, um, and." And his explanation, because everyone's like, well, how did he come back? How did he come back? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way this film dealt with that question mm-hmm. was perfect. Okay. The film deals with this question okay. of how did he return okay. in a very dismissive way, mm-hmm. but a great way. Sure. By having him recite his line from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Where he says, yeah. the dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities that some consider to be unnatural. unnatural. Right? Which is what he's, which is, he's, which is a line that he says in Revenge of the Sith when he's talking about the Sith's ability yep. At the space to opera. potentially cheat death. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. go, okay, I don't need any more details. Yeah. I right? guess, you know, anymore you risk the point of just, Metachlorine. Right. right. The, the answer is he figured it out. Yeah. And you don't really need to know. He, he, him and Vader, you know, he said, you know, together we will we will learn the secret to this ability, even <laughs> though I've made you think up until this point that I already know how to do it. See, um, I assumed he just knew it at the time and was just BSing Vader. And maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe he did. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I did, was I the only person who got Harry Potter vibes throughout that battle scene? Someone else has said that to me. Voldemort. You've got two people was in it, like maybe a it was you. lightning battle. Yeah. And someone who was like deceased coming from back the yeah. dead looks like a corpse. I guess the only difference is Sidious had a nose. Yeah. And like Ray, for goodness sakes, had like a bloody scar on her forehead. I was like, is anybody else catching this? Yeah. Yeah. I, di- I didn't pick up on it. It's not a fault. Like, it's more you... just funny. No, but now that you say it. Yeah. 
Um, there are issues with Palpatine's betrayal, or just Palpatine in this film in general. Okay. Number one is his plan. Sure. Go ahead. Like, what do you mean? Well, his plan, because his plan is kill me. Okay. Kill me, and then I'll become a part of you, mm-hmm. and then you'll be evil. Sure. What's wrong with that? With two issues. Okay. One, um, it's kind, like, I guess the film doesn't fully explain to what extent. It, it doesn't explain how much of the driver's seat he'll have once he mm. is a part of Ray. True. Because Palpatine's goal, Palpatine's thing has always been mm-hmm. achieve eternal life, live yep. forever. Has always been his thing. Even, even, oh, yeah. even the like the Empire and the that was all just. It was all just to achieve mm. invincibility, mm. immortality. Mm-hmm. So, kill me. Is kind of off brand. Right. Also, let's say you're Ray. Okay. And I'm the Emperor. Sure. And I want you to kill me. Sorry, do I act that part out? No. Okay. No, no. Okay. Just no. To put 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 the stick down. Hey, hey. Uh, okay. Seriously though, put it down. <laughs> okay, on. I'm not going to continue until you put the stick down. Just talk, and we'll see what happens. Um. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> um. Ah. There's um. Okay. So let's say I want to kill you. Sure. No, no, no. That's not. But where'd that come from? <laughs> suppressed thoughts. Suppressed thoughts. <sighs> No, um, I want you're Ray. I'm the Emperor, yep. and I want you to kill me. Sure. Because when you kill me, mm-hmm. I win. Yep. I I take over your body. Yep. All the other Sith enter you. Mm-hmm. Um, you become my Empress granddaughter. Yep. You know, supreme. Yep. Would I not achieve this plan okay. much simpler if I just don't tell you about the damn plan? <laughs> I get there's the whole like well Mr. Bond there's a pool full of alligators and like yeah. like the whole narration of the you know oh. that evil guy monologuing yeah. which this, monologuing which this movie dipped into and it gave Kylo or sorry Ben enough time to arrive and I was like okay can we ease right. off the cliches here but but if if Ray doesn't know that killing him is gonna cause him to win mm-hmm. like her goal up until finding that out was to kill him is to kill him right and then he says mm, oh mm, I, I know i saying. see that your goal is to kill me right. i just think you should know that that's what i want you to do because yeah. i will become more powerful than any <laughs> right like don't say that what just be like shut oh, up don't Grandpa. stab don't stab me like just yeah bs yeah um okay idiot I I'll uh I agree with that part like he over monologued that and probably blew his chances when he literally had to do nothing like he had yeah um something that is cool so I do you have a problem with the fact that he would take over her if that occurred like no. you're okay with that I I don't you just stop throwing things around yeah, please Yeah sorry I need to stop doing that Um I don't I mean, 
I don't fully understand it. No, it's not like I. This is this is something new that they're introducing. It's not like okay, well, yes, well, let me tell you why his body would because in comic book three seventy. No, no, no. This is like oh, okay, okay, that will happen. But I don't have an issue with it. I didn't go. Oh, come on, really? That's gonna happen? I was like, oh gosh, like that's a predicament. So you think it's new? I think it's pretty new. So. Some the same individual. This guy should really start a movie podcast. The same guy that uh, one of the people I saw this movie with, he came back from the kitchen a different day after chopping carrots and was like, "Another thought." In Return of the Jedi, when Palp- sorry Sidious tells Luke to strike him down, maybe the same principle would have been in effect, where if he had struck the Emperor down he would have possessed Luke. And that's why Darth Vader pulled out his saber to block the Emperor, whereby saving his son from being possessed. Because that... I've always thought it was weird. Like, why are you protecting the Emperor? He's a grown-ass man. He can take care of himself, Vader. I think that this is a circumstance where that's a total coincidence, but maybe, but works. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows, right? You know, yeah. Take your weapon, strike me down, and your journey towards <laughs> the dark side will be complete. Right? Like, so that... Right. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Like, I can buy that. The other thing that, that it kind of makes sense, like, the Sith, for the most part, mm-hmm. there are some exceptions. Sure. For the most part, the Sith die mm-hmm. by the hands mm-hmm. of other Sith. Mm. Most of the time, an apprentice kills their master to be the new master, and then they take on an apprentice, and the rule of two continues. Which I don't get, because it's kind of like joining the mafia. Like, you know your time's coming. Why join? But but it would make sense then if when you kill... Oh. When you kill a Sith... Right. All of the, and why does this work with the Sith and not the Jedi and everything? Who knows? knows? Whatever. Yeah. But it would make sense if when you kill a Sith, it would Mm -hmm. make sense if when Palpatine killed Plagueis. Right. Plagueis' evilness, and all the evilnessnessnessness (laughs) of all of the Sith that had been killed in the line, right? Mm -hmm. Let's assume Plagueis killed his. Right, mm-hmm. so yep. so everyone who's followed along in this line of of people who were killed by right, so maybe right. obviously um, Maul and Dooku aren't insidious, right? Maybe yeah. I don't know, right? But it's it, an interesting it, it, thought. It, it it kind of it's a theory. It could work. I don't know. Maybe there is an answer to this out there. I don't know. Right, that's an interesting thought. I I can I, pick I, that up. I admittedly, I've been avoiding extra Star Wars stuff recently to stay as un-Star Wars-y going into... <laughs> like, I didn't want any, you know, potential... Yeah. Even things that aren't intended as spoilers, I didn't want no. to accidentally be like, oh, but, you know, that feels like a spoiler to me. And it's... It was been a nightmare on Twitter these last, like, week and a half where it was just like... Yeah. It's always a nightmare on Twitter. Yeah, but that's, even more That's so. their logo. Welcome <laughs> to Twitter. It's always a nightmare. It's always a nightmare. Um, um, also, 
Okay. Why did Palpatine, mm-hmm. who's worked on this plan of his mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. wow over a decade, I'm sure. thinking, at least, all of a sudden go, hmm, there's a really strong bond between the two of you and the Force. Mm. To hell with my plan. <laughs> I'm going to come back and I will be the most powerful. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, Stick to your guns, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe all this planning, and now it's just—I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a weak hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, where do we go next? Do should we talk about the the biggest problem, the major flaw, hmm. the oh. moment that is just the moment where I was like, oh, seriously? Which point? You you have a theory. You must know. You must assume what I'm. So I'm sitting there in the theater, mm-hmm. and it's been an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, sure has, yeah. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I find myself sitting there going, "Please don't, please don't, please don't do it, please." Uh, yep, they kissed. Why? Um, so you're referring to the emperor and his helper? Yes. In scene two? Yes. Okay. No, Ray, yeah. Raylo. I don't get it. Raylo kiss. And I don't get it. And you know what? I don't, someone, someone offered up an explanation, which has helped me. I want to hear it because I need that. Um, but up until this point, I'm thinking, okay, hang on. Yeah. A hug in this moment would have said enough. Like yeah. I and I, I have you, no issue. I have no issue with romance in my Star Wars films. I and I part, correct me if a- I'm not. Anakin and Padme. I'm I'm super on board. I think Whatever. Anakin Padme is the template for all romance stories, but in real life, yeah, too. Like, yeah. Sand is horrible. No, correct me if I'm not mirroring what you're saying. I'm okay with romance in Star Wars as well. But it almost but it seems like a sense. Hollywood force of like, we need to illustrate some close emotional connection. What else than a kiss? Because because you know what? And it's not even like I'm like, oh, the sequel trilogy was saturated with romance because no. it wasn't. This was like the first re- well, well, Finn and Rose. But, but, but which uh, by this movie, they're like a pat on the shoulder and <laughs> hey, we'll see you again. Like... That was that's honeymoon's over there. Good lord! But um, no, I it just didn't. The kiss didn't make any sense to me. It didn't make sense because it's like up until this point, yeah. Ray's interactions with Ben Mm -hmm. has been Ben killing his own father, yeah, and Mm. being generally just a major dick. To everybody. Sure. Mass genocide. Mm-hmm. Killing, destroying planets, mm-hmm. killing millions of people at a time. Yeah. And Total even the asshole. most intimate connection they were having was him misleading her like, you're nobody. Come to me. Which it seemed, okay. I, I think, yeah, I, I think maybe he genuinely thought that. Maybe. Because Palpatine says she's not who you think she is. Fair. Yeah. Right. And her parents were nobody. 
because they wanted to be no because they chose to be nobody yeah. to protect they abdicated from yeah. the dark throne exactly yeah um so someone made an explanation lay it on me um in this moment in this moment I keep, don't know keep the rest going. of the words. <laughs> well, it's also from this moment. I haven't heard that oh, song yeah. in so long. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, in this forced scene. In I this call. scene. Kylo. Yep. Ben. Yep. Has just brought Ray back from the dead. She, sure. she died. Yep. And he's been brought back. Or she's been brought back by Ben. Yep. Which, by the way, is bullshit. <laughs> We've seen Jedi healing before. Mm-hmm. Not yet quite to this extent. No. But we've seen Jedi healing stuff. Sure. So, okay. That's fine. I can get behind the Jedi healing thing. Mm-hmm. Bringing someone back from the dead, saving someone from death. Mm-hmm is something that thematically has been a big ordeal to a, a secret to try to achieve inside of the Star Wars universe. Right. And then Ben comes along and goes, I've never tried this before. wonder if it'll work. Yeah. What? Yeah. How the hell did he bring her back? I don't have a problem with him bringing her back. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense. Right. Like, it's the most fundamental question that no one knows except for Palpatine. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess two sides to it. I guess I have a problem with it from a story point of view just because I would have been fine and actually would have found it a little less cliche if he had fallen into the abyss, died, Ray had died while Palpatine had died. So like a total wiping of the slate where kill the all bal- our heroes kill all our heroes there is balance in the force everything's true good guys are gone bad guys are gone good guys are gone bad guys are gone. it's so just that's- a bunch of porgs and ewoks <laughs> so that's how that's how i feel about 80 percent, 20 percent, and I, th- I don't think this was the intention it's just like something someone wrote on the internet and i'm like kind of cool 20 percent of me appreciates okay ben was able to do what vader couldn't like he brought someone he i guess cared about i don't know he brought someone back to life anyway wasn't his wife or anything and in that way he did finish what vader you know all these leading up to this he was always talking to vader's helmet like i will finish what you started i will start or finish what you've i will complete what you've started yeah grandfather so there's something poetic to okay he kind of did in a way and it was for i hadn't i hadn't I hadn't seen it that way. And that's way. not my own thought. That's something I read on the internet. But I mean... You're full of those. You're full of like... <laughs> I was listening to a guy. What do you think? Hey, he he's a source. He wants to remain anonymous. Um, but I'm pretty much in agreement. I think that scene... Just two things. The for- kiss is so forced. I, I just... Hang I, on. But but I think the force can... Or the kiss can make sense. But continue. Okay. And, and that's it. Like just the kiss... I, I was okay with it. Just totally stare at each other and have an understanding. And I was fine with it. And then they kissed. I'm like, please. And just, it was a little silly how he just knows how to save her, resurrect her. And I think it could have been cooler otherwise. But I want to hear this theory. Because okay. it, 
it's bothering so me. So possible explanation that kind of makes the kiss make sense. Sure. He's just brought her back from the dead. Okay. It's not unheard of in okay. movies and sure. in real life. To kiss dead people. That Yeah, well, that too. That <laughs> once... Like that in a moment of extreme emotion yeah. or intensity yes. or whatever, whatever that people share an unromantic kiss. Yeah. Um, you know, let's say there's a a horrific you know, you're in a horrific car crash with someone and it explodes mm-hmm. and you barely climb out with your whatever yep. and you're both alive and you start sometimes the and and it's not like i have feelings for you i want no, this to be no. a thing yeah it's and and i don't know like it's it's a part of the human psyche sure that that sometimes rarer mm-hmm. but sometimes mm-hmm. in a fit of adrenaline we kiss the the person who we've like a a kiss a kiss is like the a, ki- a hug isn't always romantic right so maybe a kiss doesn't need to be either right right now this was a like this wasn't a peck like they kissed <laughs> but again look at the circumstances i don't know it's I think it was probably intended as a romantic thing. Yeah, oh, which for sure. is dumb. Yeah. And just doesn't not not dumb because it's a romantic thing, but just dumb because it being a romantic thing doesn't really make sense. Right. Um like with that much time in the movie, what are you doing? Right. But I I I can satisfy my I can watch it again and be satisfied applying the explanation. Yeah. That uh, it was a, it was a we. We defeated Just, the ten million to one odds. Yeah, of this sixty-year-old, overarching we've we've nightmare. Yeah, we've both survived. Yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. The emperor is dead. We've saved the galaxy. You yeah. brought me back. To, I'm alive. Yeah. Kiss me. Yeah, I, I get it. I don't have any argument with the logic in that. It just doesn't. I just would have preferred that it didn't happen. I would prefer it too. One hundred percent. I think a hug and some tears and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Where do we go next? Did you cry at all during this movie? Did you get choked up? No, but I got like goosebumps, tingles, like not a physical tear, but emotions were running through. Okay. What, uh, so I got, I got teary twice okay. and goosebumps once. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you a couple times that were special to me. Okay. When, um, when, uh, and I, I know I've gone on this show and I apologize for those that I've offended. I've ripped on Chewy and, I'm I, so I know what you're gonna say, and no, I'm you so don't. glad. No, you don't. No, I I don't think you do. I think I I can I make a guess? Please, please, please. please. I cried Kay. at Chewie's reaction to Leia's death. You, yeah, absolutely. You got it. Yeah, 
I didn't cry when I thought Chewie had died. Yep. Only because I was so like because it took me a second. Yeah. Because I was in shock at the fact that holy shit, Ray just used force lightning. Yes. And I'm like, what? oh my god, what yeah. does that mean? Like so much going on. Yeah. Uh, and then like a second later, I went, wait, oh my god, Chewie. Yeah. Like I it was, took me a minute. I so I wasn't even that worried because just from a story perspective, like. I know it's different, but like the Emperor is still alive. Luke was, uh, you know, not actually on that planet in Return of the Jedi. So they, I guess just I wasn't that concerned. I'm like, let's wait it out. Let's actually just see if he's dead before I shed a tear. Right. But yeah. And, you and didn't it. really like him all that much anyway. <laughs> hey, and if he's gone, he, he had a good run. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When he reacted to Leia, just the yeah he it was felt well, the emotion oh, of yeah. the fact that he has been a that they yes. are his family mm-hmm. and poe tries to comfort him and he like swats poe away mm. just and just like overflowing emotion he just like he can't he doesn't even like the second someone says she's gone right there isn't even like like it just happens so fast mm-hmm. he just collapses yeah on his knees yep screaming wailing yeah. crying yeah and i yeah. was like oh my god chewy like and for someone you just lost han yeah oh yeah ben who because of your connection with them was probably like a nephew to sure. you yeah is you know johnny jackass on the wrong <laughs> side of that right like yeah yeah i for was someone who i was a wreck for someone who i kind of find chewy annoying i was like wow like good job that is one of the best moments of this movie. Yeah, and the other, I'm assuming you—it's a scene from the trailer. I'm assuming you—no, does not that made me cry? Wasn't the other one? Oh no. Um, but the C-3PO, like the use of his binary character of just moments of you didn't say my name, but I'm quite all right. And this, then that was hilarious. That was the, so funny. The theater. Like, like yeah. burst into yeah. laughter when that happened. So, like, just as usual, his binary, like, sometimes he's just droning on endlessly to the, I just want to take a last second to look at my friends. And I was like, oh, boy. This is this oh is the boy. best use of C-3PO in any Star Wars film. I, again, like, people this saying... This is his film. Again, I can't argue with you. Like, just like I can't say... If you said this is my favorite Star Wars, I'd be like, Fair. Yeah, I fair. can't argue I'm, with you. I might agree. I yeah. don't know, but, but I, I might, might agree. agree. I can't argue and yeah. say you're wrong. Yeah. Um, I didn't cry with the C-3PO stuff so what other... because I knew it was coming. But right. I will say that in the moments yep. that 3PO, that in the moments surrounding the fact that now 3PO didn't remember his friends, sure. that, that were funny moments that people were laughing at, mm. I, w- I didn't laugh. Hmm. I was, I was emotionally, I was, no. He doesn't remember any of them. Mm-hmm. 3PO, mm-hmm. For, like, especially because he's a droid, like he's a machine. Right. For lack of a, like, in, in for all intents and purposes, 3PO just died. 3PO's gone. Yeah. Right. He's now just a protocol droid. Right. Which, at the time, like, when that happens in Revenge of the Sith, we all just kind of laugh, like, oh, his memory's yeah, getting Okay, wiped. that makes <laughs> sense. Uh-huh. But now but it's now like, it's no, like you're he's right. gone. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, that was tough. Yeah. The other moment that made me cry, yeah, was Luke and Leia's Force ghosts appearing at the moisture farm. Interesting. I just like Luke wouldn't have done it, and I don't think Leia alone would have done it. 
but the right. two of them. Yeah. And the only thing that could have set that moment one step higher yeah. would have been if, uh, if Anakin had appeared beside them. Which would have pissed a lot of people off. It would have been very divisive. I'm assuming Hayden Christian Anakin. Yeah, because he is in this <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. You know that, right? His voice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Along with Samuel L. Jackson. Qui-Gon. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Uh, both Obi-Wans. Yep. Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Um, yeah. But I think that that would have been, you know, our family is together. We're ha- mm. For the first time ever ever hmm. a father and his two children are hmm. united hmm. because leia never gets to see that leia never gets to seem redeemed hmm. anakin leia never gets to know her father ever luke briefly right. does luke has For this tell moments. your sister you were right yeah right but like i think that would have been really cool yeah and I want it. I did. I'm not upset that I didn't get it. Yep. But going into it, I did want to see Hayden Christensen appear as a Force ghost. Heck yes. Either that, or and I think maybe this film was too late to do it. Sure. In the Last Jedi, yep. I really wanted you and McGregor to appear to Luke as Obi Wan. To be honest, I'm a cheap. You know, there's a cheap drunk. I'm a cheap Star Wars drunk. Whatever that means. Give like. <laughs> So most of this film is fan service. Sure. I would, and it serviced me as a fan so well. But but just on the topic of Force Ghosts, like if in the previous two, I, I agree this one, it probably wouldn't have worked. Like if there was, I'm talking even a Mace Windu Force Ghost visit. A Which wouldn't Force, make any sense. It wouldn't make but, any sense. I would have taken it up. I would have been like, give me more. Like Qui-Gon Force Ghost. This is maybe the most crass thing I've ever said on this show. Sure. If... If Liam Neeson, if in the Obi Wan series, oh, if Liam Neeson appears to yeah. Obi Wan, oh boy, I will have to change my pants. <laughs> and 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 who knows why? Oh, who knows God. what the what the who knows what will have soiled them? But yeah, that'll be something. It will be amazing. Yeah, especially if and I really like so bad now. Mm. so bad yep. i want we talked about this in in a previous episode my theory mm-hmm. which i'm claiming this one normally sure. i'm like oh i heard this online yeah. i heard what no no, no. this it. is my theory yep i so desperately want mace windu <laughs> to be the antagonist mm. of the obi-wan series oh yeah you've mentioned this i would be so down so good yeah anyways um that's an interesting point and something i can't comment on because i want to think about it more but there is something to, there are different ways that scene could have gone with less or more Force Ghosts. And I'm content with the way it was. But so it, am I. I. And sorry, and I get that. I But um, just in my mind, like, you know, when like you're kind of putting chess pieces on a board and you're like, what would this look like? What would this look like? I'm literally like switching in and out what the different options would be. Right. Like there's uh, too many cooks in the kitchen if you have like literally every Force Jedi looking onto her because she did feed into them when they were all like rise 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 so you yep. could go that route that's obviously not the right route but there are yeah like even anakin yeah um but yeah it was it was a fine scene yeah yeah oh, absolutely and of note yeah the last word i believe that was spoken in the skywalker saga was skywalker, skywalker. Yeah. yeah 
which I oh. didn't know how I felt at first about that. I thought, like, okay, so when they show us the moisture farm, yes, when I'm yeah. like, holy shit, Tatooine, mm-hmm. yeah. holy shit, the moisture farm, <laughs> like this is this is, and you see it, and it's like, okay, nobody else is living there. The sand is like right. blown into it and, and stuff bruise, like that. Corpses somewhere. Yeah, like the yeah, Brew and Owen's skeletons are still kind of smoldering out in the, you know. Which was a hot action figure, I tell you that. Yeah. Just burnt little crisp skeletons. <laughs> Dear God. Um, I would have bought that. Oh, uh, totally. I think, I'm not even joking, I think there was. There's, I think it's fake. Oh. I've seen the image okay. online and I think it's fake, but <laughs> okay. I wish it wasn't. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Back on so that was really exciting. I didn't fully, I, I, I got... I got what they were trying to do sure. with Ray burying the sabers. I don't know if uh, if it did it for me. It didn't really work for me. No, I was like, why? Don't why? What are you You're stupid? Yeah. Like maybe maybe takes maybe take Luke's the Skywalker saber. Yeah. And 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 maybe lay that to rest with Ben. Sure. Makes sense. He was the last Skywalker. Yeah. Keep Leia's. Right. She trained you. Um, it, 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 you, you were the, the spiritual successor of that lightsaber. Right. Now the lightsaber reveal that we do get, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And we'll talk about what <laughs> Ray's yellow lightsaber means. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I, at, in, when I first saw it, I thought her saying Skywalker was cheesy. Mm. When there's like, what? What is your given last name, family name? <laughs> Which, and she's like, I mean, thank goodness for the expositionally important nosy neighbor. Yes, and hey. and, and who like where the hell does she live? Because <laughs> okay. there's nothing else for like, anyway. Hasn't been much around here for a very long time. Listen, turn been, your yeah. music down. Yeah. I can hear it next door, you kid, <laughs> yeah, you if, street rat. If you're moving in here, I hope you're not going to have a lot of parties, <laughs> right? But. No, um, you know, and so she's like, what is your last name? And Ray, you know, Ray pauses for a second. And she's going, okay, what are you? Uh, Windu, Kenobi. Hmm, what do I, you know, moving forward? Um, Antilles. Fett, no. Fett, Fett has a good ring to it. Orga- Ray Fett. Yeah, yeah. Organa, that's kind of strange. Ooh, yeah. Ray the Hut. I don't know. You know, like what, <laughs> what do I want to, what do I want to do here? And she says Skywalker. Yeah. Ray the Hutt. And, like and I was of the opinion, yep. no, own Palpatine. Be the fact that, that you are Ray Palpatine mm-hmm. and that you are not, because the whole message of this movie is like, mm-hmm. like who you, who your family is, is not who you are. And you're able to like, you right. break free and, and be you and you know, whatever. Sure. And so I, I was kind of like, ah, this, you know, it's a cop out. You just gave the answer that you thought everyone wanted to hear. Yep. However, someone proposed the notion okay. that, um, th- let me read it. Let yeah. me read this. Please. So, um, Francois, mm-hmm. whose um, podcast we plugged, oh, he's the Quest for the Magi the guy. Quest for the Magi, which is a dope. It's so podcast. good. It's so like. Well done, Good. entertaining, professional, just yeah. all around is cool. Check it out. Um, he says on his Facebook. Okay. Spoilers ahead. Mm. Ray claiming the name yep. at the end. Okay. 
means that we can all do the same. This moment crowned the movie for me, he says. Hmm. I found it as powerful as Spider-Verse, whatever. Hmm. Uh, We are all Skywalker. Hmm. So just that like, somewhat that like Skywalker has become a legacy, has Mm. become a mantle, Mm -hmm. has become, you know, that, that, that it does, it kind of, you know, that any one of us can Mm be Skywalker, can be the hero, Hmm. can be, you know, and so. Like hero or importance transcends lineage. Yeah. Yeah. And so that kind of, I still don't know, like, I don't think that changes my mind about it. Sure. But it's a perspective that I hadn't considered. Yeah. Fair. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. A moment that gave me goosebumps. Okay. Yeah. Which is a bullshit moment. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what? It doesn't work. Where? It's a major plot hole. Okay. But it was so visually stunning, and it, like, I, like, was vibrating wow. when this That's happened. weird. That's very weird. Yeah. But I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, yeah, like, yeah. tingling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah was when Lando shows up with the rest of the mm. resistance fleet. Right. And it's literally like 8,000 ships. Yeah. Yeah. And all I could think in that moment is, oh, they're screwed. <laughs> the bad guys are screwed. <laughs> you guys, like, don't even, like, Just wave your white flag. Pack it in. What doesn't make sense? Where the hell did they all come from? Yeah. In in the course of like two hours. Because yeah. this whole film yeah. takes place over the course of like 16 hours. Mm. Yeah. Very short amount of time. So in in the hour and a half that Lando had to go around to the different systems and rally up, like, mm. and they all happen to have battle-ready ships, and they all have, <laughs> like, it, from a timeline standpoint, yeah, bullshit. Doesn't make any sense. However, so cool. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get the BS part of it. But if you look, have you seen the Dunkirk movie with um, Christopher Nolan? So, like, historically based event where literally, like, the civilians gathered. They were the troops that were gathered and they all sailed across to France and saved the stranded allies. Maybe there's, maybe it's not that, like... It's maybe a little outrageous, but it's not that outrageous. And it's okay. Two hours is actually pretty is pushing it, but especially because these were all people that when they called for help, like literally radio silence. Yeah, it, when they called for help at the end of the Last Jedi, crickets. nobody. They're nobody, all like, "Hey, yeah. there's an episode of Bonanza on tonight, so we'll catch you next time." Wow, some yeah. Is Bonanza that good? It was not. Okay. I don't know. Maybe people would. Um, Can I tell you yeah. one of my f- top scenes? Yeah. And it's not like Star Warsy. What? Well, give me a moment that made you like, yeah. feel like a little girl. There were a plenty. All right. Um. So it's not on the same level as overarching story like Palpatine threading the movies together, but I loved the Ray meandering in the ruined Death Star scene oh yeah i did for a few reasons and i made a note so that's why i'm looking at my laptop okay and i don't want to look at your eyes all right you're making me feel uncomfortable what else is new (laughs) i loved it from just the like the soundtrack they literally took same of some of the same soundtrack from the throne room and return of the jedi and infused it into this scene 
Um, oh, the soundtrack in this film is spot on. Is unbelievable. Amazing, but so we so they just there's the memory of that just living in this scene. We see Ray climbing through the Death Star, very similar to how we were introduced to her on Yaku when she was climbing the Star Destroyer. Jakku. Jakku. Sorry, the J is gets me every time. It's I like it because how far she's come as a Jedi, she's still who she is as a person. And I like that that familiarity of her just like scavenging, going through and just everything kind of weaved together in that scene. Just everything from music to story, what it means to her. And even just the fanboys things like seeing old stormtrooper helmets on the ground. Like everything about that sequence I loved. And yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. I want to go back and watch the the throne room scene from return of the jedi and find out is that door there yeah i don't know i'm i i'm not skeptical i think yeah. i think it probably is there it's possible but i want to see it and go oh, i know what's in that room right one further thing i want to say actually while we're on ray i loved kind of the closing by return of her climbing and that's how we introduced her and then i love how on tatooine that was done as well she goes on the slide or on the piece of metal, slides down that the That moment made me so happy. And they her play, jingle. They play Ray's plays. theme. The do 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 Like just a very goes, bookended closing by return. I, I love that. But yeah, the definitely, I um, I guess part of me acknowledges that it's very, it could be kind of just cheap, a cheap way to use a tactic of here's the Death Star. You guys loved Return of the Jedi. Feed on this fanboys. But I'm not going to be cynical about it, and I'm going to say it was a very cool element to the movie, and I appreciated it for what it brought to the experience. I agree. Except, okay, one thing I... that the dagger. The dagger bothered me, because literally, like, it was so... I think I mentioned this to you last night. It was so dependent on everything landing properly for her to find the throne room. Like, if it had been submerged in water or rotated at a different angle like or or exploded in even yes. just a slightly different way exactly that was and I on top of that yeah the fact that if she's standing anywhere else on this planet yeah that doesn't work anymore that that the the pathfinding thing on yes. this dagger does not line up yeah exactly yeah I, I thought that was a little too lined up um can I jump to something. I've got two open-ended questions for you. I'm going to do this one first. Open-ended. Open-ended meaning you want answers or you don't? I do. Okay. Actually, one's more open-ended. One might be you don't know and then that's it. Like, What was Finn going to say to Ray when he said, I have some... I forget how he phrased it, but when they were sinking in the sand, I have something to tell you, clunk, they all go down. Do you want the obvious answer or do you want J.J. Abrams' answer? So I think the obvious answer that I think you're going to say, and what I think was maybe it was, I love you. I have feelings for you or yeah, something. something like that. Yeah. What do you think the non-that answer is? Like, Oh, J.J. Abrams has answered. This. Has he? Yeah. What is, he what? said, like, this is what he was going to... It's that... Um, that... I think it was J.J. Abrams that said it. Okay. Some, someone of... Importance. Someone who can make this canon said 
Right. Yeah. Uh, he was going to tell her that he's force sensitive. Okay, that is. I had read something about that too. Just it maybe lines up because he always has feelings stupid. about things like, "Oh, I feel that Chewie's on that shit," or what? I forget all the feelings that he had in this. But in your like final moments, I feel like that's not the thing to say. Like, hey, by the way, right? I'm gifted. Uh, yeah, I don't have an issue with him being force sensitive. No, no, I'm no. just like, dude, choose your moments. Yeah, and why you can't say that in front of Poe. And why are you keeping it a secret in yeah. times that maybe it could come in really handy? No kidding. Yeah. The other thing is, um, so I, we're obviously happy with how this Skywalker saga was wrapped up. Yeah. You're obviously happy with how it ended. If you were J.J. Abrams or if you were someone who stamps the paychecks who they said, where should we go next? Like, would you have approved that the Skywalker saga ends or would you be okay if it just went on? I'm not saying either for another three movies or just indefinitely. Like, are you happy that it's wrapped up? Because it's a long series. Or would you have continued it? Um, as a fan, sure. I didn't like the fact that it was ending. We're going to get more Star Wars. Yeah, of, yeah, of course. Um, and Kathleen Kennedy has said that that Lucasfilm has no plans okay. to abandon their new characters. Ooh. So we will we will more than likely get more Ray, Finn, and Poe. Hmm. Cool. I can live with that. But Skywalker Saga is over. Skywalker Saga is over. It no longer has anything to do with the Skywalkers. Which is going to be tricky, I think, because apparently the Skywalkers are like the thread that's sewn through the entire galaxy. Yeah. But um, (laughs) I didn't want them to stop, but I'm so... I like the conclusion so much that now don't wreck that. Right. Don't give me another one. Don't Toy Story for me. <laughs> Just right. leave it alone. Right. Yeah. Um, you don't get a lot of these tingly things. Even if the story's the same, or even if it's done on the same level, on the same caliber, we don't get all these emotional feelings if we know three years from now the next sequence of the next Star Wars Skywalker trilogy is coming up. So, There's but something I- magical that comes with a conclusion. So I, I've had several thoughts about this. Sure. Thought number one okay. is, okay, let's say the next Star Wars film comes out. They start their next trilogy. Sure. Which has been any time they've talked about future films, it does always seem to be in the form of trilogies. Okay. And let's say this trilogy centers around Rey. Mm-hmm. Um... Question number one. Sure. Even though the next movie is not a part of the Skywalker saga, mm-hmm. can Luke appear to Ray as a Force ghost? Hmm. Or the second that there's any sort of Skywalker flavor in it, do you go, well, this just didn't, like, technically this is also a part. Like, what is that, what is that threshold to which you can mention right or even just mention because how do you move forward in a galaxy and 
not like and not have people mention the fact about who the skywalkers were and what happened and the emperor and the like yeah i don't know what the answer to that question is um do you just cut it off cold turkey do you have just subtle references where you know like in a scene someone mentions skywalker and there's a little twinkle in john williams music and someone winks or you know smirks or something or is it a little bit heavier but still like a force ghost or something right. like that yeah i don't know i don't know how i feel i guess i'd obviously want a bit of connection like him to return because because if the skywalker like on your note about john williams yeah if the Skywalker saga is over, mm-hmm. then this film is the last time you will ever hear bum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum. Right. You'll never hear Luke's theme again. Yeah. Yeah. You'll uh, never hear Leia's theme again. No. Of note, I can't confirm this, but I feel like I read this. That regardless of what other movies coming out, I think this is John Williams' last Star Wars. Yeah, he's done. Man. That, to me, is not a deal breaker, but that's a blow. Right. For seeing future movies. Like, it's going to work against them. It's so fundamental. I think it would be really... Um. Not that I don't want a lot more John Williams in my life. Sure. But how poetic would it have been if this wasn't just his last Star Wars film? <laughs> if he retired with finishing Star Wars. That would be insane. That would be really cool. That would be cool. Question number two. Sure. The next film is not part of the Star or the Skywalker saga. Okay. But is there... Does that mean... Like, is there any reason that it can't be... Star Wars Episode Ten. Um, because it hasn't been the Skywalker Saga Episode One. It's been no. Star Wars. Yeah. Right. And so much like okay. the MCU. Yeah. Where this section of films mm-hmm. was the Infinity Saga. Right. Now moving forward. Mm-hmm. We're still making films just the same way that we did. We're titling them just the same way that we did, which right. was not been like the MCU episode one, two, three. Sure. But, um, yeah. Who's, who's to say that we don't end up with Star Wars episodes one through, uh, one through 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One through 15. And that of the 15 Star Wars episodes, mm-hmm. One through nine is the Skywalker saga. Yeah. I guess it kind of comes down to what exactly the next movies entail. Because if it is, you know. If it focuses around Rey. Yeah. If it focuses around Rey and training new Jedi and some sort of new Sith threat and whatever. It probably makes sense to continue, continue in the numeration of that's episode 10. If it has nothing to do with them, I feel like, and even if it is, it has to do with them, I feel like maybe leaning towards, no, like they're their own, like the Skywalker sagas one through nine, obviously Han Solo, Rogue One, like those are not numbered, not part of the Skywalker No, but saga. they were, they also didn't come out 
linearly. No. Yeah. No, right. I hear. So it never I could be. But if if yep. if it's you know Ray's story moving forward, right, right, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. That's a good question. I I would lean towards, bring it on. Yeah. Give me episode ten. Give me episode ten. It's not a part of the Skywalker saga. We're right. not focusing around yep. Luke and Leia and whoever else. Yep. Although, like, I don't know how you know. Mm-hmm. You, like, is she not Ray Skywalker now? Kind of like what you know. So may- if she's identifying Ooh. as a Skywalker, then maybe she can't be in the next. Movies. I don't know, right? That's a good point. In which case, it's just a film about Poe and Finn. In which case, eh, yeah, eh, yeah. There, I love Poe and Finn in this film, but not as the only. But not as yeah. the only. Right, it's like Minions. Ooh. Minions were great. Right. They gave us a Minion movie. Eh. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. All my other points, like all my flaws, we've gone over the main flaws. All my other flaws are just like little like pencil holes. Well, in hit the me with them. No, like I don't even know if I want to. Like they're just like little things. Okay. Just... I do wonder, like, just when they go on the rescue mission for Chewie, I wonder why the hell are you doing that? Like, you're jeopardizing your entire mission from a story perspective to save one person who's not crucial to a mission. He's crucial to us as the viewers, but if it means the fate... Like, the whole mantra of this movie is, if we don't do X, whatever that scene entailed them to do, everything will be for nothing because we all lose. So, as much as I hate to say it, Chewie, you got to take one for the team. We got to carry this mission or else everyone who's died and every has died for nothing and more people will die. Again, like talk about like minuscule, like I don't have serious problems with this. Like it's all just like little things like that. Um, Billy D. Williams for the win though. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Lando fan, but no. I loved him in this movie. Oh, heck yeah. Um, he was used just perfectly yeah. in this. A lot of... I found, and people may disagree, I loved the little Easter egg, little nudges, like, hey, this festival only happens every 42 years, which is, incidentally, how long ago A New Hope came out. Whoa, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I did, yeah, I, that was, Just that's completely lost on things me. things like that. Um, the, 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 Chewie finally getting his medal. Yes. Like, I... Go Chewy. I yeah. I cheered when that happened. <laughs> That's awesome. Um just as a fanboy, I loved when Kylo Kylo's mask returned. Just not just well, mainly because it's just cool. And just from like the little kid that still likes Star Wars, it's so much cooler when he's wearing that mask and walking around. But even from a story perspective, like He's just so much more cold and detached with a mask instead of a human face. And he's just a strong, menacing demeanor. Same as with why we love Darth Vader. Like, we never knew what, if he was grinning at something. Like, he was just a mask. Like, it's, masks are terrifying. So, yeah. There's a lot of little things that I liked. And I thought were well done. And. So, here's a question. A question away. Related to Snoke. Sure. So we see that, yeah, we find out like 
Palpatine created Snoke. He's got six more of them in a jar. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that this was kind of a, going back to the Harry Potter thing? Sure, yeah. yeah. Do you think that this was kind of like a Professor Quirrell thing? Do you think that in some ways... Yeah. Until his own physical form was strong enough, Palpatine was somehow possessing Snoke, using it as a vessel. So what's the alternative? Like the alternative is Snoke was an autonomous person that was taking orders from Palpatine? I... Which that doesn't make any... That, that no. There's all kinds of holes in that. Yeah. I think it has to be that he was like, I don't know, possessing, controlling, whatever, Snoke. I just don't understand. And it, it falls into the same category of there's some things that those, you know, bringing people back to life is considered unnatural. Like I'm totally. I'm so glad you had nothing to do with the script. <laughs> the dialogue is not your like that's that was rough you see there's dead people and they sometimes come back y'all you know how it goes and that's also what i did (laughs) don't ask questions (laughs) yeah my point is that falls into the category of we don't know the finite details of it but what have you same with the snoke thing i don't like why are there multiple clones like i don't i was i did raise an eyebrow i'm like well this is fascinating but i also don't understand and I guess yeah. we don't need to. I don't know. That could be explained away by a bunch of different contingencies. Sure. Why make one? Yeah. If something happens to one, <laughs> right. maybe... You're going to drop one down the stairs. You might need more. Maybe they're somehow flawed yeah. and they expire. So yeah. like maybe throughout, I don't know, maybe throughout the course of Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, right. you saw three different Snokes. Right. That's true. Right. Who knows? Yeah. And we don't need to know. Um, yeah. I think, I think the only logical approaches or answer is yeah he possessed controlled snoke right yeah so so in this trilogy we see the force start to heal people like in really cool ways sure um which i didn't fully understand what was happening to ray like mm-hmm. what was ray's sacrifice what did ray lose when she was doing that was she permanently hurting herself in the process was she diminishing her force ability was she getting physical pain like yeah yeah i don't know um we've seen the cool like connected through the force thing which played which okay Mm -hmm. the introduction of new force abilities in this one sure i don't have an issue with Mm. but i have a lot of questions and skepticism about what they gave us okay how so well we it's it's been determined that projecting yourself um is a really intense ability yeah luke killed luke killed him yeah and luke was uh and this is canon okay yep luke is okay. at the time of his death sure the most or in his prime yeah the most powerful jedi who has ever lived really more powerful than yoda more powerful than his father really yes oh 
Now, we don't really see a lot of that in Return of the Jedi because he's detached himself from the Force. He's whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but in, like novel canon, mm-hmm. Disney-owned canon. True. Luke is the shit. <laughs> and it kills Luke. Yeah. Leia gets the word Ben through, and it kills Leia. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which... Again, like I maybe she just wasn't super trained. Like Vader was able to say to Luke, "Son, join me," and Luke did. Father, right? <laughs> like, um, yeah. But Vader was really powerful. Sure. Yeah. Leia didn't complete her training. No. Leia yeah. had the Force, yep. but didn't really practice, hone it, really work on it. Right? She she trained Ray. Um, yeah, but I think that was less, that was more just kind of guiding Ray's sure. already intense abilities. Yeah. Um, kind of like guardrails at a bowling alley. Which again, this whole film, this film completely disproves any of the people who talk about, well, you know, the Jedi, Jedi force abilities aren't something that's passed through your bloodline. It absolutely is. It totally apparently is. It yeah. absolutely is. Yeah. So shut your face. Shut your face. Um. So, anyways, all of that, all that same, we see a lot of projection. Ha- you know, even well, you know, in yes. the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. Kylo says to Rey, mm-hmm. "You can't be doing this. The effort would kill you." Yes. Yeah. Which apparently, and then wasn't we see, hyperbole, we see like, it was it was you. Snoke doing it. Yep. Which in turn was maybe Palpatine Probably doing Palpatine. it. Um. But. It mm. happens a lot in the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. They have a lightsaber fight. Mm-hmm. They duel each other, mm-hmm. and they're not even in the same physical location. Mm-hmm. Hmm. On top of that, the Force kind of becomes like this weird hmm. Amazon Dropbox thing <laughs> where it's like, oh, hey, need a lightsaber? I'll imagine it to you. Right. <laughs> Which I think can be explained. Okay. But like the thing that I th- I think there tr- I think it just wasn't I don't think there was enough exposition about this but I think the idea was well they've got this super rare unique hardly ever seen in the forest bond. Mm. Right? They are connected to each other through the force in a way that is crazy which yep. makes it extra sad that ben's gone now right yeah because that connection's gone yep also just realized just thought of take this pete's friend who cuts carrots and thinks about things <laughs> maybe explains like maybe ray is the only person who ben would have been able to bring back from the dead. Yeah. Because of this connection. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Um, Hmm. A lot of people are like, oh, the connection doesn't really make sense. I was like, no, 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 that's cool. I buy that. Sure. I don't understand. There's lots about the force that I don't understand. Yeah. I had a conversation. Yeah. I had a conversation with someone asking, why do you think that connection was a thing? Um, And my thought was, the only thing I can think of, sure, 
And this may not be true. We may not have an explanation. I don't really feel like I need an explanation. I'd love one. I'd love to know. Like, I'm a little curious, but it doesn't, I don't, I'm not protesting that I don't have an explanation to why that connection is there. Yeah. Um, It is interesting that both of their grandfathers had Mm. a relation, like that they were force Force people who were in in cohorts with each other. Force bros. Force bros? Yeah. Are we force bros? We're podcast bros. Yeah. That's not as cool. Well, we do uh, what we can. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I never considered that. Like, it's not... Yeah. But, so anyways, all of that to say, I I didn't buy... The whole, here, let me imagine a lightsaber to you, that didn't work for me. Right. I was like, yeah. uh, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> that comes incredibly handy. Which is the same thing as, like, you know, with Endgame now. Post-Endgame, I'm like, wow, it's a good thing we have time travel and nothing matters anymore. <laughs> so... Yeah. We'll just go back and fix any issue. So you're talking about specifically when Ray puts the lightsaber behind her back and Ben pulls it out from behind his. Yeah, like I just interpreted it differently. I just assumed that, and it doesn't really make sense, I guess. I just assumed that she was hiding her lightsaber. He force grabbed it. It traveled in the space time of um, that building and it led to him but that's obviously not yeah, how it's supposed to I be interpreted know. i don't know yeah something that i think is cool that i just thought of while we've been talking because we were talking about the conflict and the, the fighting yeah not from a story perspective again just from like a thematic film this was made perspective i like the blend and maybe i'm just digging too deep into the weeds need to stop having so much caffeine maybe there's nothing here i just thinking that for a while (laughs) i like this theme visually that kylo and ray have because it's a blend of the climax fights it's not a blend but there's some significance to it's on the death star remnants from return of the jedi and it's opposite to Mustafar, where there was like flames and lava pouring on people. Now instead, it was water. So yeah. I, I don't know. That's cool. It's just the cool of the opposite element, or at least in temperature, splashing all over you. And still, so some ties and some parallels to yeah. the previous third movie climax. And, and the fact that amongst this, you have a evil Skywalker yeah. fighting a good palpatine oh yeah there's more this movie the more you break it down the more i'm like you know what good job yeah like i don't even care so anymore. i have something that i want you to do sure and i want to do it as well okay and i didn't give you any time to prepare dang it so i therefore have not prepared myself sure <clears throat> there are now nine skywalker films correct i need them in order from Oh, baby. From worst to best. Okay. Um, I'm going to use a piece of paper here. Yeah, I'll start. You go. You go. I think I think my least favorite Skywalker film... <laughs> Let me guess. ...is The Last Jedi. What? He said sarcastically. 
<laughs> I was like, I thought you were genuine there. I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I think I think I like the Last Jedi the least. Okay. Uh, I would follow that one with. Uh, you know what? I I'm gonna follow that one with the Phantom Menace. Hmm. Um, and, and I think that's most, I think Jar Jar does a big detriment to that film, which is fair. Yeah. I think non Jar Jar, that film might rank higher. Mm. Uh, I think the next one is attack of the clones. Okay. Then, um, then a new hope. Then, um, then Empire. Okay. Then Force Awakens. Okay. Then, see, this is where it gets, this is when I need to make a real serious decision. (laughs) This is where poop hits the fan. Then Return of the Jedi. And then, oh dear. And, and then Revenge of the Sith, and I think my favorite is The Rise of Skywalker. Wow. My, I think Revenge of the Sith has been my favorite for a while, okay. and I think there are moments in it that, like the specifically the Mustafar fight scene, specifically the last half hour of. Revenge of the Sith is amazing. Yeah. Um, Seriously. But there are also moments in Revenge of the Sith. There are there are scenes where I'm kind of like, eh. Like the whole, like, nothing is done for me at all when Obi-Wan is on that planet with the, like, giant peacock lizard oh, thing. Like yeah. that whole storyline... Obi, yeah. most of Obi Wan's storyline mm-hmm. in Revenge of the Sith, I find yeah. disinteresting. Sure, it just doesn't do anything for me. Which is like your opinion. He still, he's he's still my second favorite character. Right. Specifically, you and McGregor's betrayal. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just not you know. So I think, and again, this may change when I see the Rise of Skywalker again. Mm-hmm. I think it's my favorite. Just because I love it, there are moments in there that I love as much, if not more, than any other Star Wars film. Wow! And although the, although I have issues with it, mm-hmm. those issues, th- there was no scene mm-hmm. in this movie, no planet, no setting, no plot point mm-hmm. that I couldn't wait for it to be over. There was no, there was no one. There, there are aspects of certain scenes that bothered me. Yep. But there was no one scene where I'm like, oh, this scene is dumb. Right. This scene doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Whereas in, you know, yeah, in, in the other ones there are. Right. In Phantom Menace, there's like, oh well, you know, all of this Jar Jar stuff. Yeah. Doesn't work. And and to me, it's not even like every movie is without, or every movie has flaw. So. The times that I had, I'm not, I don't even want to label them as problems, but the times I was like, okay, this can be over, were short. 
So um, when they were going to the droid technician to retrieve the information from C-3PO and Poe runs into his friend and they're on the rooftop of, hey, I want to get out of here. I've got this coin. You should come, blah, blah, blah. I, I wasn't in love with that scene. I could have done without it, but it wasn't overly long and it didn't slow things down. And I wasn't like, it was just brief and that was it. So it didn't get weighed down in a trench of why are we doing this? Like it, it was fast. I could have done without it, but it didn't ruin anything for me. So like all these like little things are like the problem with the, why are you saving Chewy? Like it didn't fundamentally bother me. And so when it made mistakes, they were small mistakes. It's not like in some of the other Star Wars movies that there were mistakes and they were big and they bother me. So I've come up with a list. Dum, dum, dum. It's in not... the number nine slot. So I've got them because I had to do this on the spot. They're in tiers of like my top three, Circle of Trust, middle three, and bottom three. Okay, but I still need them. No, yeah, no, you still got to... For sure. Okay. Yep. And the reason I'm just saying just... I don't want to get murdered on the street because some people where I've put some of these movies will be like, what the hell are you doing? All film is subjective yep. and fanboys need to shut the hell up. <laughs> so my point is the, the three movies increments are pretty set, but there might be a bit of swapping here and there. I'm going to start at the bottom. Last Jedi. Sec, so, I can agree. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. I'll put next. Wow. That's, and, that's uh. Wow, you really hate this film. A New Hope is... Wait, Rise of Skywalker is eight? Oh, shit, sorry. I meant um, Force Awakens. Sorry, like, let, me start over. let me start over. Let me start over. Last Jedi, worst. Then the next worst, like... Wow. So, okay. That I find really interesting. So, yeah. Bottom... You, re- you really... Right. Because you thought, you thought that that one was just too much of a carbon copy, just too much of a rehash. And... Ultimately, I just don't, like, there's only so many spots someone has to be in the bottom tier. So I don't fundamentally hate it. So let me, let me finish my No, 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 hang on. Before you, before, before you reveal your best one, I just want to say it's so fascinating to me Mm. that the worst two films of the Star Wars series for you Mm -hmm. are films from the sequel trilogy. Right. And the one remaining film from the sequel trilogy is the best, is potentially a contender for your favorite right yeah that's amazing so i'm going to do this ninth last jedi eighth force awakens seventh a new hope wow yeah sixth empire fifth return of the jedi fourth phantom menace third revenge of the sith two attack of the clones and number one rise of skywalker we have very different lists yeah the only ones that we agree on, I think, are the best and the worst. <laughs> the best and the worst. And then everything else in there is kind of jumbled around. And to be That's honest, crazy. there's some changing. Like maybe Menace, I'd drop down a couple pegs. But, but, you, but you you definitely like Attack of the Clones more than Empire and Return of the Jedi. You put, yeah. You put, yeah. You put Attack of the Clones. Yep. Over the entire original trilogy. Yes. And that comes down to, I just enjoy the character study of... A Anakin. fallen hero yeah. versus the traditional, I want to go to Tashi Station. Pick up some power converters. Oh, Madonna here. Uncle Owen, this R2 unit has a bad motivator. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, wow. That's incredible that we both, we both, potentially one and nine are the same. Now, and again, I'm, I'm fully admitting yeah. that the rise of Skywalker is the new baby. 
And so naturally, I love it more than my other children right it, now. Yes. If we have this conversation in six weeks, we might be saying something. I different. might say, you know what, but but I don't, I don't think it's going to leave my top three. Yeah, it yeah. might leave the first position. Right. At worst, I think it's falling to two. Okay. The only thing that may happen is I may say, you know what, I like Revenge of the Sith a little bit more. Sure. Sure. But I don't. But right now. Right now, it's not as close as you might think it would be. Hmm. So, trivialize me, bitch. <laughs> Whoa, easy sport. Um, I like I like the the sport. The, you had a lot of spit in that. that you, it's all over my screen. It's gross. Um, and my face. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Where to go with soul. this? Uh, I really wanted to challenge you. Okay. After a conversation we had yesterday. So. Can I reveal this? I don't want you to because some people don't do what you mentioned yesterday. So the, the trivia is for you, but also the listener. Okay. And I don't want to ruin that. Right. So the fact that you make all the questions up and the answers and none of it's true. None of it's true. That's I haven't even seen secret. the movies we talk right. about. Okay. It's all made up. Okay. First one, real easy, I think. Who drops the famous line? I've got a bad feeling about this. Lando, which yeah. was so great because was it was dope. like, welcome back. Yeah. Here you go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number numero two. Considering all the Star Wars live action movies, um, so I, I guess by definition, the nine Skywalker plus the two add-ons. And uh, and the Ewok films? The two no, Ewok films sorry, and the holiday not, special? Not including, not including those. Okay. Flaming pieces of trash. Which, by the way, <laughs> spoiler for the Mandalorian series. Sure. They reference okay, but no, no, no this isn't. Okay, this is just okay. this is like a little Easter egg that's okay, thrown in there. Sure. Someone in the Mandalorian references Life Day, which oh. is the holiday that they're celebrating in the holiday special. Oh. So, hmm. so John Favreau has officially made Life Day uh. canon. <laughs> that's that's something. Um. So considering all these movies. And that Disney took over at some point. Considering generally, I just without getting into semantics, this is George Lucas's baby, right? How many of all these movies has he actually directed? Four. A New Hope. And then the three prequels. So, you're correct that he directed A New Hope. You're correct that he directed Phantom Menace. You're correct, he directed Attack of the Clones, but Revenge of the Sith was actually directed by Quentin Tarantino. No, it wasn't. No, you're not. You're right. It was far. I was like, um, uh, what? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, it's just weird to think about just because of the 11 movies to only direct four just seems, but I Disney don't, took over. I don't and, think that many people realize that he didn't direct Empire and Jedi. Right. No. I I was surprised by he that. He wrote too. them, he produced them. Oh, yeah. He practically directed them. But but he yeah. wasn't the director. Yeah. No, I that is He's kind not of credited question. as the director. Right. Okay, third question. This one is out of left field. This is to challenge you. There's no multiple choice options. You just got to use the force. And I won't hold you, like, if you're off by a penny, I won't hold you to it. Like, I'll give you close. 
But this saga began 42 years ago, in the spring of 1977. How much was the average movie ticket at that time to have seen Star Wars? Not Star Wars A New Hope, mind you, because at the time it was just Star Wars. How much would one have had to pay to see this film when it debuted in 1977? Oh, gosh. 1977. Um... Oh, yeah. I'm going to say okay. it could be something stupid. It could be like everyone paid 75 cents. <laughs> could be. I'm going to say 250. I think most people paid $2.50. That's pretty close. I don't know if I'll give it to you. I might. Because how are you supposed to know this out of a shot in the dark? But it was on average $2.23. Oh, I would give that to me if it were. If of it course, were, you'd if give it were, that. No, to no, you. no. If it were, like, like, let me tell you. If it was a dollar ninety nine, I would say don't give it to me. And if right. it was three oh one, I would say don't give it to me. Or if it was two fifty one, or sorry, two twenty four. Like if you were a penny over, I wouldn't give it to you. Okay, but you know, what? price yeah. is right. Um, I I had this worked out for inflation. So that was in U.S. dollars, translated. To today's dollars for U.S. listeners, that's about nine forty-six with inflation, and in Canadian dollars, that's about twelve thirty-five. So, so nothing's changed. Nothing has really changed. This one, I think you'll get. This one is I have to say it because I was a huge Lost fan. J.J. Abrams, homie number two, who um, actually only directed the first episode. Right. Like Again, people, people surprising. all, so all the time when Lost was on TV, mm-hmm. people would ask JJ about mm-hmm. what's happening. Like, can you give us some answers about this, that? And JJ Abram, <laughs> time and time again, his answer was, I, I have know. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I created the show. Yep. I directed the first episode. Yep. I'm credited as a producer. Right. I don't write the show. Right. He's not in the day. I'm not directing the show. I have no clue. Yeah. I could. I could easily ask and find out. <laughs> I've got the power. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, so when Dominic Monaghan popped his head in, I was like, Charlie, it's Charlie from Lost. Is that the first thing you think of when you see him? Um, I mean, obviously Lord of the Rings. Right. Because that's what I think of. Yeah. I think of Marilyn Brandybuck. But just from visual alone, like he from doesn't visual, have long hair. He looks hair. more like Charlie. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's the lost obligatory lost shout out there. Uh, how many actors have appeared in both Star Wars and Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings? And can can you name them? At I guess. least two. Okay. Um. Yeah, at least two. So the two for sure okay. are Dominic okay. yep. and Andy Serkis. Right. Yep. Who voiced Snoke. Did the the performance capture for Snoke. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm not calling out. Like, I'm, that counts. That's not a technicality. Of, oh, he wasn't in the movie. He wasn't. He was just his human. He was just his face. Um... So yeah, Gollum, probably Snoke, some stupid Mary, and whatever his name was in this movie. Yeah, I, don't I don't even know. Joe. I don't think they ever called him by name. Steve. Um, it's probably some stupid like background. <laughs> background actor number twenty-seven. 
that in Coruscant skyline. Um, 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 um. Da, 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 da. I'm thinking through all like. Mm. I'm I'm thinking. Oh. Three and Christopher Lee. Yes. Yeah, that's a big one. I, so I would have been very angry Count had I missed Dooku. that. I was hoping. I was like, wrap it up, wrap it up. I'm going to say those are the three. Okay. Um, For like the majority of fans that would be correct, there is a fourth. It's a very fringe pair of characters. So it's a person I've never heard of named Bruce Spence. He played the mouth of Sauron in the extended Lord of the Rings. So the guy who oh, comes Oh, so he's out... been like digitally changed to have a massive mouth and hey. no... Oh. And he played the guy in your favorite storyline sequence in Revenge of the Sith when Obi-Wan pulls up his speeder, fills it up, and he's like, 10th level, thousands of battle droids. Wow. Yeah. What's so strange is I have no trouble. Bl- it's a very similar. It's like yeah. it's like they used the same set of teeth. <laughs> yeah, just polished one off. That's cool. Yeah, so far, and um, that's it. So I'm going to give you a resounding good job because you you came pretty close on all Thanks. of them. Something interesting, which I noticed, and I was looking sure. for in this film. Yeah, because it's a question you used to ask in the Star Wars. Really trivia. Yeah. And you haven't asked in the last three. Oh. And the reason why is because it's not been an, an applicable question. Okay. Nobody, nobody, except for a deleted scene, but it doesn't count because it's a <laughs> deleted scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy. Lost a limb. Oh, nobody gets yeah. limbs cut off by yeah. lightsabers anymore. I was thinking that when I was digging, there trivia. was a moment during Rise of Skywalker, okay. during a fight that they were having, and I can't remember which. I can't remember if it was the one out on the water. I think it was the imaginary one where she's in his quarters, and he's. Oh. There was a moment where I thought to myself, "Yep, Ray's gonna lose a hand." <gasps> oh, there was a moment where I was like, I yeah. I was sure that's what they were gonna do. I was like, yeah. "Ray's losing a limb," right? And they didn't. No. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know why, like losing a limb has been such a fundamental Star Wars thing. Yes. When I was digging up the trivia last night, I was like, man, there's no limb appendage counts to do for this trivia. I know. It's there was, weird. There, now that I think there's one, I think the opening sequence, I think Kylo Ren like cut someone's arm oh, off. Oh, man. But it was like a fringe, like maybe. someone in the background. I thought, um, yeah, so there, there is in Force Awakens, there is a deleted scene where um, Chewie rips the arms off of Ungar Plot, who oh. is, um, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? The redheaded guy hmm. from like Shaun of the Dead and. Um, oh, yeah, I know. Oh, whatever that actor's name is. Why mm-hmm. can't I? That's really pissing me off. Um, but, anyways, he, uh, he gets his arms ripped off. Oh. But. Didn't make the didn't make the final cut. <laughs> didn't make the cut. So it doesn't count. No pun intended. Scale of one to ten for your favorite Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna say? So I gave it a three point two out of ten. Rough. Your no. system needs a total <laughs> freaking revamp. No. Uh, in all seriousness, 
I can't decide, so it's a range. I either gave it a 9.4 or a 10. Or a 10? I'm I'm calling BS on the 10. Because you have issues with it. You have issues with the film, so 10's impossible. Yeah. I gave the plot, I can't decide if I gave it a 1 or 2 out of 2. So that's where the range is coming from. So that's where it's 9.4 to 10-ish. Okay. Yeah. I gave it, a, I'm giving it a solid 9.5. Hey, yeah. That's, wow. 9.5. I mean, for a walking, film that walking, could have gone so wrong. It, considering all that was on the line. And for, and for many people. Yeah. Did go so wrong. A There's lot a of people, lot of people who oh, are unhappy with this movie, and that's why, like, when I'm scrolling through Twitter, I would skim, skip reading the main bulk of things, but I would still see that people were generally upset, and I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. Like again, we hated Last Jedi, so what's fresh in our minds? Steaming pile of garbage. We don't like. What are we led to believe? Like, what what's going to happen? Like, what? Well, I literally regret paying the twelve dollars to see this movie. Which is Star Wars, which is like incredible to even just say. Exactly. But yeah. What'd you watch this week? Oh, we're doing that? I don't know. Do you? Yeah. Aren't we? Well, it's a bonus episode. Nah, it's not really. It's an end of the. Do you have nothing? Did you watch my recommendation? No, not yet. Oh, so you're like unprepared. <laughs> I'm unprepared to the 10th oh order. Okay. So then yeah. what we're going to do here. Yeah. Is what we normally do. Sure. When someone doesn't right. get around to it, yeah. you're gonna end up with two. Yeah. So, what did you watch this week? Okay, let me get my list out here. You were you were with the what? What I'm really curious about is what film won the vote at your wife's family <sighs> Christmas. <laughs> um. Yeah, I took a picture just for you, and I'm gonna flash it to you right as we you're speak. You gonna flash me? Yeah, and then I'll show you this picture. All right. So this is the... They were oh, God, no. <laughs> 12 movies. Wow. Can I look at this list? Yeah. Okay. So we have White Christmas. Yep. Sound of Music. Yep. Which seems wrong in December. No, 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 my friend. Uh, Home Alone. Yep. Which, okay, right. Because Sound of Music is definitely not a Christmas movie. Oh, no. No. But the... um, My Favorite thing song oh, is yeah. always played at Christmas. Yeah. Yep. So I I don't know. Yep. Home Alone. Yep. Christmas movie. Yep. Orient Express. Wonderful film. Mm-hmm. Not a Christmas movie. And and to so note, we allow non-Christmas movies. Right. Uh, as obvious as. Oh brother, where aren't thou? Yep. Amazing film. Not Christmas. Not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm assuming this is like the claymation one. Yes. Okay. Yep. Amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Christmas movie. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming this is Christmas with the Cranks and not just Cranks. No, it's the sequel to Christmas with the Cranks, uh, and they skip Halloween. Oh, that's that's yeah. less impactful. <laughs> uh, yeah, Christmas with the Cranks. Uh, Ad Astra. Yeah, so it's a Brad Pitt space travel movie. Yesterday. So it's a movie. About... I know the movie. Oh, you know the yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Haven't seen it yet. Yep. Have it. Oh, cool. Haven't seen it. Yep. Greatest Showman. Yep. Murder Mystery. Uh, yeah. Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, and, Netflix. And original. I love that option three is Home Alone and option 12 is Home Alone 2. So everyone's like, all right, throw it in there. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Okay. What'd you watch? Um, Yesterday, one out. Ooh. Yeah. It, it, and like literally the process, we had three stages of voting. So I cast a vote, vote three different times. 
and each time the options get whittled down until finally yesterday. So it sounds like maybe I'm finally going to get around to watching yesterday, if that's your recommendation. Well, so how do we do this? Because so you still get to recommend something. I to still me. recommend something, and then I'll just talk. But you about... have two to watch, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so I watched yesterday. Let me compare it. What else did I even watch? I think I will recommend yesterday to you. Mm-mm-mm. Can't find my list in front of me. Oh, I watched Jingle All the Way. Ooh, that's a good one. It is a good one. Please don't recommend it, though. <laughs> Just because it's not Christmas or you don't like it? Well, I mean, so the movie I'm recommending to you is a Christmas film. Okay. Um, just yeah. it, it'll be the last one, of course. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. I've just I've I've seen it. I feel like nothing. I feel like I could talk. We could talk about Jingle all the way right now without me rewatching. <laughs> right. So I'm just like I'm more interested yeah. to watch something yesterday. new. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch yesterday. Okay. Yep. The other movie is not. All right. Uh, I watched White Christmas because yes. I'm a big boy. Oh, yes. And it's so good. It is so good. I just You've I, seen it? Yeah. The thing I yeah. love the most, I, th- I said this to you, the thing I love yeah. the most about this film mm-hmm. is the fact that everything is so, nothing was shot on location. <laughs> everything is so clearly shot on a set, on a yeah. sound stage. Yeah. <laughs> with like a like a pool for the water. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it just, and it doesn't matter. No, like it's, it's so good. I love it. It's just a throwback to a simple story of just simple music, choreography just everything about it is not complicated and it's it's just very warm festive bing crosby is a legend yeah um and just i've this has been ingrained in me so it's literally not christmas until specifically a christmas legend bing crosby yeah i'm trying to think of non-christmas things that make him a legend and i no yeah yeah he is yeah so, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It is... I love that movie. The other film I watched, the yeah. other film, um, is one of the versions of A Christmas Carol. Oh, which one? Which I... Which I think is my favorite Christmas Carol. Hmm. Um, it's not the most... It's not the longest Christmas Carol, so it's not. it's not the one that goes into the most relentless detail and shows you all of the yep. all of the stuff from his youth and stuff like that it, it it breezes over quite a bit i've got it can i guess which one it is you can but give me a sec oh, of course but yeah. watching this made me want to go and watch one it just it just mm. refreshed how much how mm. like it's no it's no mystery yep why this is such an iconic story it's so right. good. Yeah. Like, it's just such a great story. Yeah. Well, the underlying yeah. book, novel that yeah. it's based off. So of, it's, it's made just, me it's yeah. made me want to go and watch more of them. Right. Like, or watch one of the more in-depth. Sure. I own the book. I haven't read it. Yeah, I haven't either, to be honest. It's just, I've it's maybe... probably really old language, right? Like, it's going to be really thick. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. But what version do you think it is? I'm this is a like this is a Hail Mary kind of, like I don't think it's right but I'm just basing off other things you've recommended so you recommended to me like a 1927 silent film and I'm guessing that you've recommended to me like the it's like from like 1910 and it's like very very old and I was checking something out about it on Twitter actually someone shared a small clip of it and I just found oh, it okay. interesting 
Uh, I'm glad that you're super wrong. <laughs> Just because I find that fascinating. And because you may, like, you're going to get a kick out of what I say then. Ooh. I hope you haven't seen this. Uh, if you have seen it, I'm still glad that I will be oh. the catalyst oh. for you to watch can it. Can I have a second guess? You can. Is it the Bill Murray Scrooged? No. Stop oh. guessing. <laughs> Sit down. Is Stop it, guessing. Is it Fast and Furious? No. Okay. My fa- I think my favorite Christmas carol okay, yeah. is the Michael Caine Muppets Christmas carol. Ooh. Have you seen it? So you're going to be happy. I've seen snippets in my A childhood. A long time ago. But I okay. couldn't tell you. Like, I couldn't string it together. The Muppets Christmas Carol, which is on Disney Plus. So it's an ex- it's an excuse for you to Disney <laughs> Plus it up. Yep. Uh, and it's it's just so good. Like, what is your, what is your um, experience with the Muppets? Very limited. I think okay. there's like a Treasure Island Muppets yep. and snippets of this, and that's about it. Okay. Uh, I think you'll like it okay. regardless. Okay. Um, the thing to know, what's interesting, mm-hmm. is in a Muppets movie like this, okay. there's both Muppets and live people mixed right. into it. Sure, yep. Um, and it's not like as the as the opening credits are mm. happening, it's not, um, you know, it's not Frank Oz as Fozzie Bear. True. It's it's not. You know, so and so as well, and Frank Oz as Miss Piggy, because um, <laughs> Frank Oz is a beast. Right. Uh, it's not Jim Henson as Kermit. Right. Um, which it wouldn't have been because this is the first Muppet mil- film after Jim passed. Oh. Um, and is dedicated to him. Bless you, thank and you. thank you for not sneezing in the microphone. No problem. I mean, it's your microphone, but it's our viewers, listeners. Um. No, the but the opening credits are uh like Bob Cratchit p- played by Kermit the Frog. Mm. Right. Okay. So so the Muppets are not the characters in this movie. The Muppets are the actors. Right. Oh, Kermit cool. the Frog is the one portraying Bob Cratchit. Oh, cool. Right. Fozzie Bear is the one portraying Mr. Fuzzywig. Yep. Which in this one is Mr. Fozzywig because <laughs> like why not? Because, yeah. Right? And so yeah, it, that's that's the hmm. that's the flavor of it is that it's you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't go oh well, you know, it it's they're not aware that they're fictional in and of themselves. Right. They are actor Kermit the Frog. This is a movie that Kermit the Frog is in. Right. And in this movie he plays Bob Cratchit. Sure. Yeah. Who played? Who voiced Kermit is completely irrelevant. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm actually very eager to watch this. Yeah. So this is, I'm looking, I'm looking forward, forward to, this. to that too. Yep. Do you have a shout out? This is the last shout out of the decade. I, t- I'm, I have one, but he's believe it or not not into Star Wars. So this is the wrong episode to shout him out to. Okay. So I will hold it off till next week. Okay. Do Do you have someone? I do. Ooh. Who is it? I do. I do indeed. Uh, Jason Leibold. Oh, cool. Um, so he's one of my former managers. Cool. Uh, I wouldn't go so far as to say a former boss. Sure. He probably thinks he was. Sure. Um, big into Star Wars. Sweet. Big, big, big into Star Wars. Yeah. Chatting Star Wars with him is sometimes what got me through working in the place that I worked. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. yeah big fan. 
of Star Wars. Cool. Um, just recently became a follower of us on Podbean. Hey, thanks. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Thank you for not having a life. Hey. Um, also, we have a, f- a self-help line that we can give you that you've gotten to this point. But. Yeah. And I just went over to his place the other night and binged all current eight episodes of The Mandalorian. Ooh, cool. So, yeah, cool, he's cool. a big, big-time Star Wars fan. He also enjoyed this movie. Oh, cool. Uh, probably, I would... I'm. I would put money on the fact that it's probably not his favorite Star Wars film. Um, But as a fan, as a fan of 42 years, he, I think his Facebook post said that he, he saw this as a worthy conclusion, a satisfying conclusion. Fair enough. And I agree. Yeah. Well, I hope he checks out the show. Thank you everyone for listening this decade. Yeah. 1500 Uh, listens. 15, 16, over, 1600. Over. Pretty much 16. Yeah. yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah. And we're going to triple that. I, by, at least. By 2021. <laughs> um, and when you average it out, we got about 160 listens per year this past decade. Yeah. Which is not great. No. But we did just start in May, so that was just a troll job. So yeah. we're, we're doing okay. But thanks for coming mm. along with this ride, everyone. That It is every time the listening track number goes up it's it's heartwarming yeah. and this is just this is like you know we're we're just beginning yeah like we're in the oral stage of of development right you made a funny yeah you made a funny it's like a like a psychology yeah you know oral yeah, yeah, yeah. uh what's the second one uh, anal this isn't getting better phallic please stop genital Stop it. I didn't realize until now that they're all Stop it. Weird. But it's I guess it was Freud. Mm. And Freud was all about sex. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh hang tight mm-hmm. into the next decade. Yeah. Into January. We have much more wonderful films coming. Mm-hmm. Some exciting movies coming out this coming year. Yes. Um, which we'll review. Yep. Um The Banishment. Not the banishment, the completion of our mini series, which uh, mm. which we've just completed, yep. means that there will be uh, an increase in the number of votes, votes. for you to participate yes. in. Yep. Um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, mm-hmm. a surprising amount of nudity. Uh, kind of in January. January is going to be a month of nudity. Well. Yes, but not exactly how it sounds. No, we're not going to, like, you know, each episode won't come with a a nude (laughs) of us. Yeah. We're exploring nudity in film. Yes. Yeah. Just to be clear. Yes. To be be perfectly clear. (laughs) Uh, Until next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What are you, just goodbye? You just going to end this without saying Happy New Year? No, I'm going to end this by saying one word. Me, me, Skywalker. Me. Now I don't. That was so good. Now I don't want to say what I was gonna say. Oh, sorry. I'll sorry. say what I was gonna say, and then you say Skywalker again. Okay. Is that? Is that? Yeah. Okay. We got. Yeah. Well, but now see. Maybe. All okay. Just do it. Let's what go. I was. What I was gonna say. Yeah. Was, may you fail to achieve all of the unrealistic resolutions that you're setting for yourself. Mm. Skywalker. Yeah. See, there we go. That's there. better. Yeah. Three, two, one. Skywalker. Skywalker.